Hey, it's Marthea Pitts. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things mission-driven work. As a three-time award-winning workforce development career counselor, I am on a mission to help more professionals like you get into good quality, good paying jobs that align with your personal and professional areas of interest. Here on my podcast, I share stories about my career journey, interview rising and well-established change makers, and provide tangible strategies and techniques to increase your career confidence and clarity to create the career you dream about. Be sure to take a few minutes to follow my podcast and visit my website at macroandpaid.com to grab my free e-course and connect with me on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach. Now stay tuned because this is going to be a good episode. Are you off work this week? It's the holiday week. Many think school is shut down or closed rather. Many large macro organizations are closed, which I'm going to do a whole episode around like how macro, not like how macro organizations shut down during the holiday months. Um, But my question today is, are you off this week? Are you off this week? Did you take the whole week off? Did you just take one day off? Are you hoping and wishing and praying that your organization lets you off early on Wednesday so you have time enough to go get the things that you need to cook your food on Thursday? Are you off? If you aren't off, this this podcast episode is for you, right? Because the truth is, it doesn't feel good to work during the holidays, especially when everyone in your circle is off (laughs) Um, and they are out and about and enjoying time with family, friends, baking sweet potato pies, de-thawing, like um, defrosting their turkeys, getting their hams ready, whatever the thing is, whatever you eat, getting the cranberry sauce together, shelling pecans to make pecan pie, you sitting at work at your cubicle in your office looking out the window, wanting to be out among the other people, right? It's not a good feeling. I know that feeling. Um, As a case manager and also in my call center days, one of my goals, one of my large career goals was, well, my short-term goal was, I want to start taking off the full week of Thanksgiving, I would say that every year, right? And every year when we got closer and closer to Thanksgiving, I would look at my leave time and either not have enough time or a larger part of it was I would have so much guilt about the idea of taking off a full week that even if I had the time, I wouldn't do it, right? So I wrote, so fast forward, I remember um, the first time that I did it, And the feeling that I had during that week was like, oh, I am at the point of no return, right? Because once you you realize one thing is possible and you get a little taste of freedom in that way, it's like, ooh, I want something better than this, right? But let's focus on the one week off. Um, I'm focusing on this one week because for a lot of social workers, especially those who are parents, because school is out, This is a dreaded week for you if you have to work 
right? If you have to work or you maybe are on call, um, maybe you didn't have enough leave time to take all five days or well, four days off because you only get Thanksgiving off. Um, if you're lucky enough, maybe you work with an employer that also views the day after Thanksgiving as a holiday. So you got two days, but you still maybe are short on the three, right? Whatever it is. So what that looks like for people with parents is you are trying to find someone to watch your baby or your kids one day. And then you find someone to pick them up, to watch them the next day. And then hopefully you tell them, well, I'm going to try to get off at noon on Wednesday to come and get them because they're like, well, we are going out of town. I can't watch your kids. <laughs> Whatever the thing is, right? This week is really stressful for a lot of people. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Then you have those social workers who are on call. Right. You may not have kids. You may not have a family. You may not be looking forward to the holiday or even celebrate it, whatever your thing is. But you still would like to enjoy being in your home and relaxing, especially knowing that other people are out in your community because they're off. But you are at home hoping, wishing and praying that you don't get a call to go do an emergency placement or you don't get an after hours call to uh, staff a case or you don't get an after a call during the middle of the week from the staff who at, or at work, the skeleton crew at work about a thing that they need troubleshooting with, right? Because one thing my mom taught, my mama taught me when I was young was and with my if you all listen to my story about how I got into social work I talk about I think I talked about the one job that I had in high school because my job was to be a student my mom did not believe in in children working during school like K through 12 your job is to work right I'm just go to school so my one job that I begged my mother for was at KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken I worked that job I think for two weeks. I probably worked a total of three shifts all together and it was horrible. It was horrible. Right. And so I remember, I think probably around like week two, um, I told my mom, I was like, uh, I don't want to go. And she was like, well, uh, go ahead and call and tell them you won't be in. And I called and the, the manager was like, uh, well, can you come in? I, I, I told them I was sick. I'm, I believe I was because, again, I had went from never, ever working a job in my life to not only working, but working like real manual labor where you know, your feet all the I was not used to that. Right. So I'm pretty sure I said that I was sick. And then I, I remember the supervisor saying, like, convincing me, even though I'm telling you I'm sick. Right saying, well, at least come in for four hours and, and then you can leave and go home. And I remember putting um putting the person on hold or like putting the phone to my chest. And this is back in the day of landlines and whispering over to my mom was like, they still want me to come in for four hours. My mama was like, if you sick, you are sick. You're not coming into work. She was like, tell them you won't be in. I was like, I won't be in. Bye. <laughs> right. And so this is why I say my mother was very critical in my foundation in life. And, and I am truly the person I am today because of her and the and the other women in my life, but most definitely my mama. And most definitely when it comes to my work life, because she patterned for me and taught me early that you come first. 
that you come first, right? Um, later in life as an adult, like sometimes the guilt that I would feel, which was not a large percentage of the time, it was few and far between, but the times that I would feel it, those were self-imposed things. It wasn't because I didn't know better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to tell that story. So that's that may be a story that y'all need to hear. Maybe you are sick right now, but you're like, I'm on call and I am the only one. You're sick. Right. If you're sick, you're sick. Um, that's another thing. It's just like I feel as though when if you ever get to the point in a job, and this is not just during the holidays, if you ever get to a point in a job where you have to lie about why you are not coming in, that's a problem. You have a problem. Um, I think you are you are selling your soul, you are you are um giving away your you are risking your integrity, right? For something that is not worth it in the end of the day. Like when you think about it in the grand scheme of, of it, you are too grown to be lying to people about why you aren't coming to work. That's why I always say like, I have personal matters that I need to handle. It's not that I'm sick. It's not that my dog is sick. It's not that my cat is sick. I have personal matters that I need to handle. Or sometimes my, my emails are like, I am taking a cell, I'm prioritizing myself today and I'm going to be offline, right? Or I'm, I'm taking a mental health day. I'm very clear. I'm very matter of fact. Um, <laughs> I say that because I remember back in my call center case management days, people will, you know, I like to use the word lie. I like to call a thing a thing, right? I, I was going to say fudge the truth. No, um, people will lie and be like, my kids are sick. My dog is sick. My cat is sick. My husband is sick. Don't put those lies on your family members. Just tell the people you won't be in. So anyway, this conversation has gone completely left, but you get my point. So my point is, all right, my question is, are you off this week? If not, what are you going to do to change it so you are off next year this time? Right? What are you going to do differently? What are you going to do differently in 2024 to ensure that you are not on call on holidays? So you don't have to feel that feeling of dread while everyone else is sitting around eating turkey and cranberry sauce and dressing. And you're constantly checking your phone and checking your email 50, 11, 50, 100 times to ensure that you're not missing a call. Or you have to step outside in the snow, step outside in the cold weather um, 20 times in the span of five hours because you keep getting calls for your staff about emergency situations, about placements, or maybe calls from your supervisor. What are you going to do to start having peaceful holidays? That's my question. What are you going to do to, to ensure that next year this time you're not running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to find people to watch your child or children? What are you going to do? What are you going to do next year differently to ensure that you are not spending extra money out of the budget that you already have allotted for other things to pay for extended care for your children, right? Maybe you don't have a social support system. So what that looks like is you have to go and find other alternatives, other like after school programs, child care centers that are open during the holidays. What are you going to do differently? Right. Because I am always the one that's here to remind you that your career life is not your career life should not be taking away from your personal life. 
It should be enhancing your life. And when I say enhancing, I mean through the, the financial contributions that your career life makes to your life, your personal life, right? Um, it should be enhancing, not taking away. It should not be adding stress to your life. If it is, you got a problem. And you better fix it and fix it fast. Because I always say, like, you cannot continue operating in that manner or at that rate or pace for years, right? I talk, more and more social workers are finding me every day. And the stories of the stress and the medical conditions and the mental health things that they are struggling with as a result of being in their case management jobs. It's just over, it's, it's, it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. And I always tell people the same thing that you are not by yourself. Because a lot of you think that it's just you. A lot of you think that you are the only one that you made a right, wrong choice. You made a wrong decision somewhere. And it's not just you. It is a common thing in case management jobs. Hence the reason 1001, why I started the MSW coach. I saw firsthand, firsthand, I had a front row seat to my good friend, how her life changed drastically because of the job she was in. She is no longer the version of herself that I fell in love with when we first started working with working together. I have several friends like that and from different jobs, not just one specific job, who are no longer themselves, who no, who no longer are those bold, daring, smart, courageous, innovative people they were. They were robbed of that in those case management jobs, right? Um, so that is why I'm on a mission specifically for social workers right now. And like I tell you all, I'm expanding every day outside of just social workers. But that's why I'm on a mission to help y'all to get out of those jobs. Uh, if you haven't already listened to the podcast episode that I released yesterday where I interviewed Lanelle, a past career, a career coaching client of mine who landed her job, her macro job, two, almost two years ago. She's since gone on to buy a home. She's a first-time home buyer. She's making the highest salary she ever made. She She also, but she also talks about like, the physical health conditions that she was experiencing as a result of being a child welfare case manager, right? And how she no longer has those issues now that she's in her macro job because she doesn't experience overwhelm or burnout. She says she actually loves her job. She loves it. She says she enjoys going to her job every day, right? Um, so I encourage you to listen to that episode. If you don't believe what I say, go listen to an episode where one of my coaching clients is telling you about what they were experiencing. So you know that it's not just you. Uh, so I'm going to leave it there. If you don't know, we are in the full, we are in full enrollment mode here at the MSW Coach. I already have social workers coming inside of cohort 13 of the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving that you all are daring enough to say that I deserve better. <laughs> and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Instead of putting my money in another degree where it takes me four or five years to get the degree, depending on how my life is set up, and then not using the degree or ending up in jobs that you still don't like, that's still not your dream role. Why not invest your money in something where you can learn the skills to apply and utilize the degrees you already have? 
So many social workers have already decided to do that, to rewrite their career narratives, to do things differently than the people around them, the people that raised them, get you a career coach, right? I always tell people, I went through all of the hard parts for y'all. So now I teach you the lessons that I learned over the last 20 years and they work. They not only work for my career so much so that I landed five macro jobs. And in addition, before that, I pivoted out of case management within the first year, getting my MS3 degree to macro roles, which many social workers do not do. Do not or ever do, right? They don't do it. I did it within the first year. I graduated with my MSW degree in spring of 2017. I was in my first macro job around the beginning of 2018, one year, one year, right? And then after that, I landed an additional four macro jobs, right? Director, I worked with the oldest thing, one of the oldest think tanks in the country where I helped, where I was working collaboratively with mayors and their executive leadership teams, teaching them how to create career pathways and program opportunities for under-resourced youth and young adults, right? I do this. I've worked in policy. I worked at R1 universities as a researcher. I've done all of the things I've taught in higher ed. I've been a, a teaching faculty at an R1 university. Let me teach you all of the things that it took me the last 10 years to learn, right? So we can fast track your career. Even if you've been in the field five, 10 years, I still wanna work with you. Um, I did real quick, I'm going to say this, I did a workshop this weekend and um, when I was promoting the workshop and one email, I don't, I don't even think it was an email, I think it was a post or something. And I don't know if I said it, maybe I said it on the registration page now that I think about it. I was like, I want to work with every social worker, aspiring social worker, new student social workers early career social workers, mid-career social workers, OGs, retirees. I want to work with you, right? And so in the workshop, we had an OG social worker who's close to retirement. If, if I may be like remembering, she's like partially retired, but she still wants to work. I was so excited that she was there. I was so excited that she was there because it's like, I want to work with you. Right. Because even in retirement, you may decide you want to go sit on someone's board one day. They're going to ask you for your resume. They're going to ask you for your body of work. You're going to have to position yourself as a top candidate for that board position. And I've worked with retirees before prior to getting on the Internet to prepare them for things just like that. Right. For volunteering in their retirement days for getting on board of directors. I've, I've worked with people to do that. So she was there and I loved it. I loved it. So yeah, my question is to you, are you off this weekend? If not, what are you going to do differently in 2024 to ensure that you are in a job where you can be off and rested, home, baking your pies, making croissant rolls from scratch? Whatever y'all people that love to cook like to do, what, what are you going to do differently? All right. So if you're interested in coming inside of cohort 13 of the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator, because enrollment is open, the doors are open. If you don't know, if you're new to me, the doors open every couple of months. So they're open now. They will be open until Saturday of this week. However, if you enroll by tomorrow, Tuesday, November 21st, you can save $250 off the cost of enrollment. 
right? Um, I'm not trying to be in nobody's pockets, but if you dread your job, you might really want to sit down and count your coins and realize is a big screen TV <laughs> really what I need or do I really need to go and invest in some proven strategies and techniques to get a better job so I can make more money and buy me five big screen TVs versus this one right now, right? The long term, the short term, you need to evaluate the short term um, sacrifices in comparison to the long term payoff. Right. So Linnell's podcast episode is a great episode to listen to about the return on investment that she had from working with me. All right, y'all. So if the spirit hits me because it was on my heart today to come and do a podcast episode about this, if the spirit hits me again before the week is out, I'll be back with another one. All right. Happy macro career planning. Bye.